Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Today we're moving right along the Sechtas Klaim. We're going to finish the very first Perak Mishnayomi Klaim, Perak Aleph, with Mishnaches and Mishnates. I'm sitting here with a Chaznish on Zrayim opened in front of me, which is always very exciting. The Chaznish, Rav Avram Yeshai Karelitz, Rav Chaim Kenevsky's uncle, who wrote a very important work on Zrayim, wrote a very important work on a lot of things, but Zrayim is somewhere where he really stands out, especially because there's not a lot written on these topics. And he interprets his Mishnah in a fascinating way. This next Mishnah is coming off the previous Mishnah where we talked about the issue of Harchava, of grafting, which we described yesterday, how exactly you graft. And I posted in the comments a YouTube video so you can watch it yourself. Now the Mishnah is going to describe various trees and vegetables and what and how they are prohibited from grafting. One is not allowed to graft them. It says the Chaznish, these aren't just examples, but, ra- but rather each Example in this Mishnah adds an element and adds a level to the Isser. The Mishnah says we can't plant vegetables inside the stump of a sycamore tree. One's not allowed to graft onto a sycamore tree and says to Chaznish, what's going on here? A sycamore tree is a eitz sarak. It's a infertile tree. It's a tree that does not produce produce. And says the Chaznish, in order to understand the Chaznish, we actually have to go back to yesterday's Mishnah for a minute. Yesterday's mission, we ended off saying that you can't graft a yerek into an elan, a vegetable into a tree, and Rabbi Yehuda said, no, you're allowed to. And the way we interpreted the mission was, Rabbi Yehuda was essentially saying, because the vegetable, the vegetable that will not take hold in the elan so well, rather than looking at it as making a new species, we look at it as just planting it just into a tree. It's not a, it's not, a, it's not an extension of the tree, but rather it just happens to be in a plant in a funny place, i.e., in a tree, and therefore says Rehud, it's not a problem. The, and the Chacham say no, even that is considered climb because you're still grafting, albeit it's not as strong. Comes along the Chaznish and says no. There's another way to understand the Mishnah, and if we understand that Mishnah correctly, then we can understand today's Mishnah. He says the prohibition of climb according to Rehuda is only according to Rehuda when you create a new species, if you create a new fruit. And when you plant a vegetable into a tree, when you graft a vegetable into a tree, you're not creating a new fruit, you're not creating a new species, and therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says, there's no issue of Kalayim. Whereas the Chacham say, no, that's not true at all. That so long as you're grafting, even if it does not produce a new fr- fruit, or new, a new fruit, and here, of course, it won't because the yerek, the vegetable, is not really graftable into an elon, it's still a prohibition of Kalayim. Jump down to today's Mishnah. A sycamore tree is a tree sarak. It's an infertile tree, or more likely a tree. Not infertile is the wrong word to use. It's a tree that does not produce fruit. It does not produce anything. And therefore, one may have thought, because this eight sarak, the sycamore, is not does not produce fruit on its own, therefore perhaps you can plant a vegetable inside it because the vegetable is not going to end up being a hybrid. It's not going to be climbed. It's going to just be a vegetable that happens to be planted in a sycamore tree. And comes along the Chavim and explains the Chaznish and says even that is still a problem. It happens to be, we'll learn later on, to plant, to graft one Eitzarach to another Eitzarach, as in two trees that do not produce fruits, to graft them to each other, that is totally mutter. But to graft a vegetable into a Eight sarak into a tree that does not produce fruit, even though it's not going to produce a brand new fruit, because again, the sycamore tree does not produce fruits. It's it, it's just going to be a vegetable happen to grow out of a sycamore tree. That says our Mishnah is a problem. Ain markiven pegame al gabe kidalavano. Nor when they graft root, which is a type of graft, onto waikasia, which is another type of uh, another type of herb or graft type of tree. Uh, and the reason for that is. Again, it's considered grafting, and the Chazan explains that there, again, there's an additional element there as well. Because these are all instances of grafting vegetables into trees. 
We may not plant a branch of a fig tree into a chatzuv, in order to cool the chatzuv. In this case, you're not, in this case, you're not producing a new fruit either. What you're essentially doing is the chatzuv is a sort of onion type type of tree, an onion sort of bush. Interestingly, the, the, the Gemara tells us that Yeshua used these and planted these throughout Israel in order to demarcate the various boundaries between the Shvatim and the tribes. The, it's a very it's because it's from the onion family. It's very sharp and pungent, and therefore they would plant the uh, farmers would want to plant fig trees into the chutzpah, the graft a fig tree into the chutzpah, in order to cool down and take away some of the the pungnaciousness of the chutzpah. So you may think because you're not trying to produce new fruit here, you're not trying to make a hybrid fruit here. All you're doing is trying to cool down, trying to take away some of the sharpness of the chutzpah. It'd be permitted, says the chaznish as well. That would be client. One may not insert the branch of a grapevine into the watermelon plant. So what's the case here? Here, are not trying to produce a hybrid between a grape and a watermelon, which sounds like a very interesting thing. You're not doing that at all. Rather, what you're trying to do is that the watermelon's going to uh, allow the grapevine to get more water. That the watermelon branch is takes a lot of water and it will insert it in, and send it into the grapevine. So you're essentially, it's a way of of allowing the grapevine to get more water, not trying to produce a hybrid. Still, says the Chaznish, this is not allowed as well. So we've seen three cases, four cases here. The, um, all of them are not trying to produce a new produce, not trying to produce a new hybrid, but rather they all have different intentions, yet there's still a problem. Because this is a case of grafting a uh, and Elon into a, uh, excuse me, Elon be Yerek, Elon to vegetable. Last case, a Nostin Zera de Lamis. We cannot put a gourd seed into a mallow plant, so that the mallow will protect it. Because that case is vegetable to vegetable, and here too, it's not you're not trying to produce new produce, but rather you're trying to protect the seeds uh, so that they don't decompose too quickly, it seems, and, or some sort of protection. It seems like they don't decompose too quickly, so that in order they can actually they can, they can take root first, and that too would be a problem. The next Mishnah is discussing as follows. A person has turnips or, or radishes, and he wants to store them in order, to, in order to protect them. So what he does is he says, I'm going to bury them in the ground. The ground's a little cooler. The ground will protect them from the elements. And therefore, I will, I'll bundle them up and put them in the ground. The question that's going to, that's going to arise is, can he, how close can he put it to other vegetables before we say, although, yes, you don't intend to plant it, but because you're putting it in the ground, maybe we'll take a, little, a root a little bit, and therefore you end up into the air, air issue of kloyim. Says the Mishnah, not a problem at all. If you plant a radish or a or a turnip next to a, under a grapevine, if some of the leaves of these are exposed, there's no issue. Do not have to be concerned about climbing because it's clear your intention is not to plant them, but rather just to store them. Now, there's a very interesting discussion that's going to arise right now, and that's as follows. The Mishnah says. If some of the the leaves are exposed, why is it important that the leaves be exposed? Most of the commentators understand it's really not. They, they do not have to be exposed at all whatsoever. And as long as you're planting them with intention to store them, and it's clear you're planting them with intention to store them, so then you can totally bury them. Why then does the Mishnah say that some of the leaves must be exposed? Well, that's for what's going to come in the Mishnah in, in a few minutes, in a few seconds. We'll see that in a second. It's no concern of Klayim. So too, there's no concern by Shvius. By Shvius in the seventh year, any produce you plant in the seventh year is Asr. Moreover, 
if you plant produce in the sixth year and it continues to grow into the seventh year, it's called Svichem. It's also Usr as well. In this case, because you weren't intending to plant them, but rather just to store them, even if it grows a little bit, it's not an issue of Shvius because, again, you're not planting them. If you already took off the appropriate trumas and maestros from them, so then you can plant them in the ground and you don't have to be concerned about retaking off trumas and maestros. And lastly, you can remove them on Shabbos. If they're planted in the ground and they say, oh yeah, I want to eat them off my Shabbos meal, you can remove them on Shabbos. So this is perhaps is why it says, if part of it is exposed. And that's where as follows. If you plant, if, excuse me, if you bury these radishes in the ground and cover them with dirt, well, what's the problem with dirt? Dirt is muksa. You can't move dirt. And therefore, you can't take them out on Shabbos. However, if there's a handle i.e. there's a leaf sticking out, if you pull the leaf and the dirt happens to fall off, by the way, that's not a problem because you're not, it's tilted in its side, you're not actually moving the dirt with your hands, but rather it's falling off when you pull the leaf, and therefore you can access, and thereby you can access the radishes and the, turn, the turnips on Shabbos. So the, perhaps the reason why the Mishnah says, in Hayyum Iksasin, Olav Megulin, if part, part of the leaves are exposed, is not to tell you they have to be exposed, otherwise you have an issue of Klayim and Shemitah and Maestros, but rather to tell you that then you can also remove it on Shabbos. However, in regards to Shemitah, Maestros, and Klayim, you can totally bury them. There are, of course, there are others who think that no, it's actually going on all the Mishnah, but the classic interpretation, according to most postkim, is that if some of the leaves are exposed, it's only in regards to Shabbos, you don't run into an issue with Muksa. Part three of the Mishnah. So this is a Mishnah that has multiple parts. Part one was telling you about or part one of the Mishnah was telling you about burying burying these uh lefis and snowness, the turnips and the radishes, that's not a concern in order in terms of Shemit Klayim and Shemitah Meisters and Shabbos. And part two is now gonna tell us how exactly you define Klayim. How much do you have to plant in order to be over Klayim? If you take one grain of wheat and one grain of barley and you plant it in the ground, Harezet Klayim, this is Klayim. Says Rehuda, no, not so fast. Rehuda Omer, Eino Klayim Achu Shtei Chita Usaora Ochita Ushtei Saorim. Excuse me. Eino Klayim Achu Shtei Chita Usaora Ochita Ushtei Saorim Ochita Usaora Vekosemes. Says Rehuda, not so fast. If you look at the Psukim, the Psukim says, Sonchel Otizra Klayim. You should not plant in your field Klayim. What's a field? A field means there has to be more than one plant there. That's the definition of a field. So says Rehuda, you need to have three seeds in the ground, one seed to define it as a field, and then two more, one to one of the one of one species and one of the other species, so one grain, let's say, of wheat, then a second one, now it's a field, a second one of wheat to be planted next to the barley in order to have climb, or the other way around. But if you only have, if you only have two seeds together, so then, at least on a level of the rice, so you're not going to be over climb because you don't have a, you don't have a fi- uh, you don't have a field. It's worthwhile to note that when it comes to the issue of a vineyard, which we really haven't discussed much, where we're much stricter. To clarify something I said the other day, although we say that you can uh, have enough from the produce of Klayim, from the you cannot have enough from the produce of a vineyard. We're much stricter with that. That's why perhaps on a, if there's issue on a abundant level in in it's because in Eretz Yisrael there's Isra Hanna, etc. We're much more machmir there. So even Chazam would agree that with Rabbi Yehuda, according to the more literal interpretation of the Psukim, again they're not just more machmir, the, the Psukim are a little different. And there you perhaps you would need to have a vineyard in order to be over for, to your issue of climb. I want to wish everyone a wonderful day.